and welcome back to another episode. In the last episode, Navarth hurt his friends, met a cyclops, and then also unplugged and replugged a hole, then followed by tripping in front of a bunch of goblins. Overall, a good time, right? Right? No? Well, let's find out exactly what happens in today's episode of Dingoes and Dimwits. <laughs> So for the listener, there are six to the northeast. There's 25 goblins in front of them. <laughs> I rolled. I rolled a 19. I might actually be able to get the fuck out of here first. Oh, my God. I fucked up. <laughs> uh, you fucked I up. A 15. Maybe. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Well, they've definitely seen me. They haven't seen everyone else, but they have seen me. Yeah. I have to do so many rolls. Fucking rolled a three. Are you kidding me? 16. Nice. This is not boding well for Navarre. No, no, it's fine. Don't worry. I got this. I got this. No, I got no, this. you don't got this. You don't got this. You know why you don't got this? Because Og has rolled a fucking 24. <laughs> Og going first. Now, before we get too far into this combat, I am going to introduce a mechanic. This mechanic is called Ex Machina. If you decide to engage in combat with a large number of enemies and you have a large target as an ally, that ally can decide to take on a large majority of the units instead to individually take down the ones as you go, or they can gather the attention of multiple units and it becomes a separate role of combat. Ex Machina splits combat into two, where the combat is you guys, and also then the tar large ally and many other units. This mechanic only works when you have a large ally larger than 10 feet. Anytime they roll a very low initiative, they get disadvantage on engaging an X marker. So X marker is a uh, thing that they have to activate. In this instance, he's going to do it. At the moment that, my, that I kick the rock and trip, I yell, I yell out, Og, ball! So very much like um, Gandalf telling the, the others, fly, you fools. Fly, you fools. Uh, you, you yell, ball, bitch. Ball, bitch. I feel like we've got that kind of relationship in, in that he can continually fucks with me that I'm just going to call him a bitch and such is life. You think you have a relationship. That's nice. So turn order is going to go as follows. Og, and in the same moment, he's going to be activating X Machina as a bo uh, bonus action. Followed by Goblin number 20. Uh, it's going to be Navarth, then Boral, Palas, followed by 23, then followed by 22, 25, uh, Goblins 1 through 19, then followed by Ugor, then followed by Goblin number 24. Collectively, it's a lot, but don't worry. You won't have to worry so much. I will guide this through. So going forward, Og is now going to take his first action by dashing. So he's going to move way past uh, Ugor. He's going to go over near towards where Navarth is. And he's just going to yell, Og, take these. You take other group. And in that moment, he's going to uh, keep moving and he's going to move over towards these enemies here. And then Og just stands up straight, grabs the boulder in front of him. He pierces the boulder with his three fingers and a thumb. And he's then going to lift it up behind his arm and try to bowl the boulder. <laughs> he's going to take out all ten of them. How convenient. <laughs> Fuck. Did he Did he do it? Mm. <laughs> oh, he rolled a nat one. Oh, Oof. why? No. <laughs> why? Oh, no. That's, that's... I mean, I feel like a nat one's still at least going to kill one of them, but... Just because of the sheer size of the fucking boulder, but unless he just crushes it. Nah, the goblins are going to stand there like the orc in Oracle and spit on the rock <laughs> as it misses. <laughs> he throws it up and it lands on his foot. As it lands on his foot, the rock completely, perfectly splits in half and then flops to the side. And that's how you hit a spare. Well, there's the spare, boys. <laughs> Og's like, boulder was bad idea. And he turns and looks at you, Navarth. Oh, of course. Of course it's my fault that you can't bowl, you big fucking dumb cyclops cunt. With his second attack, he's going to... Oh, God. <laughs> um, he's going to kick the half of the ro uh, like boulder just at them. Rolling that 20. What's my rolls today? That's a nat fucking 20. Bullshit. No bullshit. That's a 20. 
That is an actual <laughs> 20. Uh, he's going to kick it, and he's going to kick it at uh, the like la rather large group. So they're, they're, they've kind of huddled all together um, as they've seen it. They've just seen this large... Uh, like Cyclops throw a boulder up, land, crack in half, and then he's just gone, fuck this, and kicked it. And it slid directly at them, dealing, that's 37 points of damage uh, to everyone hit within that target, which just so happens to be about eight of them. Well, Og, you know Jason Belmonte, but you could be a Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> did I just Google famous 10-pin bowling people? Yes, I did. <laughs> Thought so. So he's just killed six of them just by kicking. Beautiful. Uh, and that same moment, he's going to use another bonus action to beat on his chest, uh, readying uh, and turning the chains around onto his arms, like making it brass knuckle kind of situation, uh, but with chains. I feel like I made the right friend. Friend, yes. You can say he's not my friend. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm the reason he's out of those chains, so he's my friend. <laughs> as Og said, and as X Machina works, he's going to try and take on a large portion of these units, whereas these left, like, six for you to deal with. Mm -hmm. Well, it's my turn now, I guess. No, it's not. It's Goblin 20s. Uh, he's just watched a bunch of his friends just die, and he's just going to go, fuck that, I'm getting the elf. Uh, he's going to shoot an arrow at Navarre. And that is a 13. That is going to hit. That's going to hit. All right, let's roll the damage. This cunt's going to fucking hit me for seven. Five bucks says it's seven. You owe me five bucks. How much is it? It's you for two. Oh, thank fuck. You've taken two points of damage. You are now down to 11 health. Look at you go. You put us in this situation and now you've taken damage. Congratulations. All right, my turn. Now it is your turn. All right, I'm going to start by moving three paces to the west and look directly forward at the furthest most goblins. Can I hit both of them? So you, you can definitely, if you're wanting to try and pierce one through the other, um, I'm going to say, to be completely honest with you, you're probably going to need a nat 20 to do that. Okay, um, I'll attempt. And even so, it's an arrow, not a javelin or a spear. Um, piercing through is kind of extremely difficult, so... If you want to do that, I would say you'd have to roll at disadvantage because you're trying to do something techy. Okay, so if I roll disadvantage and a nat 20, you will let it insta-kill the first one and maybe damage the back one. Nope, I'm not saying insta-kill the first one. It's going to pierce through him and hit the one behind. Ah, right, fuck it. I'll try. I fucking rolled a nat one. You rolled a nat one and a five. Uh, no, you don't hit. Um, so you're, you shoot your arrow. It lands about 10 feet short of the like first one you were trying to hit. Yeah, it's been a little while since you've shot at this distance. And the last time you shot anywhere near this distance, uh, your arrow got incinerated as well as your friends did. Yeah, maybe I got a bit nervous. Mm. <laughs> yeah, after blowing us all up, I wouldn't be surprised. <coughs> so that's going to be Navarth's turn. Next up, the lovely but never forgotten Goblin number 21, which is just so happens to be the one in, in question that uh, you shot at. He's going to get to here. Right next to his buddy or pal. Thank you, DM Adder, for not saying he walks forward and destroys the arrow upon walking towards me. You're lucky I'm being nice. You've already broken one arrow. I don't want to be mean. I mean, he did blow up half of his party. It's I apologized. I didn't know the explosion was going to fucking affect every cunt in a 35 meter radius. What do you think? An explosion was only going to happen within five feet? Maybe. <laughs> Is it, is it bad that I genuinely did think that it was just going to maybe hurt the two, not 35 meters of radius? You see, Death, you, you have to think that Navathi Elf has any comprehension of kilogram mass and explosion <laughs> sizes. All his reference to explosion is from Call of Duty, and you know, you can survive a nade pretty easily. <laughs> he knows grenade, new tube, go boom, and nuke goes kaboom. Why are people being so mean to me right now, okay? I Look, don't know. Because you blew us all up. I didn't really think that it was going to be that bad. Ah, you I elves. didn't get hit too badly, but I'm just joining in because it's funny. Back to the game. Um, he's going to take a shot at Univath again. Five plus... That. No, it's not enough. So you got it seven. So not enough. He's going to shoot at you. He's going to miss. That is his turn. It's now Boral's turn. I'm quite far away. Almost like combat was engaged a little early. Yeah, almost. Hey, I'm going to try and see if I can walk. Being just just pretty much in front of Igor. There's not nowhere really I can go. So I just kind of walk forward. Uh, I can with through a crossbow actually with a range of 80 feet. I'm going to check to see which one I can hit. I'm going to hit the one closest to me, which is pretty much straight north of Navarre. Oh, actually, that's blocked by a rock face. 
I should have gone next to him. You should have one of the two. Yeah, roll. I, I believe it was uh, Goblin number 21. So, so no, that's actually Goblin number 20. Oh, sorry. I was close. I was wise within one. One of the little runts is getting hit with crossbow arrow. Or the little shits, as I call it. And he's going to take eight points of damage. Uh, yep. That's that's going to hit him. That's that's almost max damage. So, you, yeah, you rolled an 18, which is definitely going to hit. And then an eight points of damage. You've definitely hurt him. He's not bloodied, but he's definitely hurt. So, that is your turn. Now, moving on to... Falas. Falas, how are you going to save the day? I'm going to run away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That is wise. Fuck that shit, I'm out. I'm going to take my shit and leave. I'm going to get into the action with our boys here, but I'm going to stay around the corner. I'm not actually going to fire or anything. I'm going to just be ready for when they group, like the uh, goblins group up, so I can use something a bit more powerful if it's needed. You're going to move up. You are within line of sight to shoot, technically, at the goblin that Boral is shot at, if you wanted to. If I can fire it, then I will go for it. I'll just go with me range of Ray of Frost then to hit him. Pew, pew, it's Ray not probably going to hit 10. That's a 10. That's not going to hit. You shoot ice out of your finger, and for some reason, it just like goes forward about 10 feet and then just trickles and drops. Yeah, you could say most of it clips the wall. <laughs> yeah, it skims off the wall. Bit of ice. It's now a bit chilly on that part of the wall. There's a snail that was going up it that's now frozen. <laughs> that poor snail. That snail's probably the big bad at the end of this fucking dungeon. That's the good, final good boss. Good shot, Flask. Good shot. Good shot. Yep, I got it him. did critical damage. Um, you get 10,000 XP. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so that's your turn. Uh, pretty well undone. So goblin number 23 is kind of obscured, but he's just going to move there. It's obscured in terms of, like vision from seeing you guys um so that's his turn followed by number 22 number 22 is gonna go get up against this edge uh of this large crystallic rock uh, that's right here which this this rock for instance is about uh same height as og so the ceiling to floor is about 60 feet high in the air uh so that's that turn and it's now going to move on to goblin number 25 who's going to move over here and now it's going to be the collective so this, in playing off of X Machina, every single one of these goblins is going to attempt to roll a uh, ranged attack at Og. So I've just rolled a, a 10, a 2, a 4, uh, 6, 7, 8, 9, and that's a hit, and that's a hit. So it's a 2 hits. So that's, they've both rolled an 18 and a 19. So that's 2 hits. Og takes 8 points of damage. Uh, you see arrows hit Ogs. It just lands in him. Like, it doesn't even move him. That's going to be their turn. Um, next up on the batting order is Ugor. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to move 30 feet to my east. So, which makes you within 30 feet of pretty much everyone. So the three of the boys and Og. And I'm going to cast my Bless onto Og. So you can cast to Og and two others, including yourself. Uh, I'm going to cast it to uh, Og, Navarth, surprisingly, and... Uh, myself. For everyone, for clarification, bless is you bless up to three creatures of your choice within range. Whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, which is up to one minute, so ten turns, uh, the target can roll a d4 and add that number roll to the attack roll or saving throw. So pretty much I can do one d4 extra of damage. So it's attack roll, it's not damage. To make sure you hit. Ah, oh, okay. So if you roll like a ten and it's not enough, you could possibly roll a four and it is enough. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So okay. that counts as a your spell. So expend a spell slot. So that's your turn. That's your movement and your action. Next up, it is Goblin number 24, who's sitting at the back, who's only just going to move a little bit. Um, so that's that turn. Back up to Og. Og is going to take two steps forward and one step back. <laughs> he comes together because opposites attract. Oh, pain. He's going to move forward up into the front of them. Um, he's just going to try and punch at multiple targets. So that's an 18, so that's going to hit. That's an 11 plus 4. That's going to hit. A 9 plus 4 is also going to hit. So he's going to make three uh, full unarmed strikes with plus 1 because of the chains uh, to the three goblins. 1, 2, 3. Uh, in front, he's going to do that. Do, 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 do. That's 22, 22, and 22. <laughs> so he just punches one, crushes it. The other one punches it. Boom, crushes it. And the third one, he just looks, and it sh looks like it's about to shit itself. It just his dies just from fear. <laughs> clamoring down and just crushes him, basically. And you just hear bones snap and break and just viscera 
come from the area. Og stands up, cracks his neck, cracks his knuckles, unfurls one of the chains, and he's going to make another attack, because that counted as one attack for him. With the chain, he's going to try and whip in front of him and take out a couple of the targets, um, which I've rolled a two, so no, he's not. He's just going to whip in front, crack in the earth in front of the goblins, who are probably shitting themselves at this point. There's currently now 10 of them remaining in front of him. It's not looking good for them. That's Og's turn. <laughs> Next up is goblin number 20, who's going to take a shot at Navarth again. That's going to be a 10. Not enough. It's not enough. He's then going to move five feet to the right. Next up is Univarth. What are you going to do? I am going to take a shot at the filthy goblin that just shot at me and say... I don't know about that, buddy. Let me show you how it's actually done. I roll a 16. 16, that's going to hit. Roll me some damage. A 6 plus 2, which is 8 damage. So I'm fucking enjoy my bolt, cunt. <laughs> What's your profanity? Ah, uh, he bloody. <laughs> What's your profanity? What's your profanity? So that's your turn done. Boom, boom. Next up, goblin number 21, which is right next to him, who's going to take another shot at you. And that's... Oh, I'm rolling like garbage. That is not going to hit me, champion. Nice try. Yeah, nice try, champion. I've seen stronger shots from your mum. Next up is Burrell. I'm just gonna probably just take a take a quick step to the side, just have a bit of a bit of a view of these gentlemen here, and uh, I'm just gonna launch another crossbow into the bloodied one. Whip the whap. Uh, I'm gonna hit for 15. Uh run me some damage. And we're just gonna we're gonna hit him for four. He takes it. In, in, like, the shoulder, um, and, like, blood gushes out and whatnot, he looks very, pretty hurt. It is now moving on to Falas. So you're looking at uh, a lot of dudes in front of you. What are you going to do? Moving to that position there. So you're moving across five feet and following along the wall, about 15 feet forward. Yep, towards the north. I am going to attempt to cast Burning Hands. <gasps> Fire from his hands in burning direction. 15-foot cone in front, which will get one, two, and the third one at the back. <gasps> yep. Sacre bleu. So they have to succeed a dexterity save of 11. Yeah. So I'm going to roll a dexterity save for each of them. That's a fail. That's a pass. And that's a fail. On the pass, they take half this damage, uh, 3d6. That is a 10. So it's five damage. In the particular order, um, the one that took a half damage was the very much already hurt one. So he dead as fuck. So that's uh, goblin number 20 is dead. He's taken half damage. The other two have taken 10 of pop. Question. Yes, I'm... Is my arrow still okay? <laughs> <laughs> Roll a d20 for me, Josh. That's a nat 20. What a waste. <laughs> that is a waste. But hey, your arrow drops to the ground, mate. It's intact. I just look at my arrow with intense stare as firing gulfs it's in area and nature just keeps it alive. <laughs> it makes you think of dragons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm bringing it back. Now sporting a semi. Anyways. I'd like to think that um, I basically, I put my hands together like T and Shinhan's fucking um, from Dragon Ball Z as he's blasting the fire in the 15-foot cone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's canon now. You have to do that every time. Yep. Special beam fire. <laughs> Special beam fire. That's your turn done. Uh, next up is goblin number 23. Um, he's hurt. He's going to move just to the southeast about 15 feet. He's going to take a shot straight at you, Flask. You just, you know, you roasted him good. <laughs> You've been roasted. So that is a 12, which I don't think will hit you. You have 16 because fucking high dexterity. Yep. Um, all right. So that's his turn done. Next up is goblin number 22. Um, he's going to look towards the others and he's going to attempt to blow a horn. Oh, no, not again. Oh, not this shit again. <laughs> that is a 10. Now, when blowing a horn, it has range proximity. A 10 will only be in 60 feet. That would be as far as some of the train tracks and every other goblin in this area and towards the doorway, which is about uh, 30 odd feet from him. So he blows it, he waits for a second, and he doesn't hear anything else. In the distance, for last you hear shit. <laughs> Can I scream out? It's not your turn. <laughs> the same as I taunted the. It's not your turn. <laughs> So yeah, that's his that's his turn because that's an action. It is now going to be Goblin number twenty-five. He's going to try and make a 
way around that large rock that I mentioned before. 20 foot rock. Gonna go in. He's within shooting distance of Flas. He's gonna take a try, try and take a shot at you, which is a 17. Yep, 16. So it does it. Rolling. Yeah, that's a that's six points of damage. Oof. Flas is looking bloodied, ladies and gentlemen. Slap the blood on him. Slap the blood on are him. We're doing it for friendlies as well. I thought we were only Fuck doing yeah. Yeah, why not? Got to know when we're bloodied. Yeah, he's bloody. <clears throat> There's blood on him. Uh, he has blood in him. Wow. No. Oh, my God. He's not a sentient humanoid. <laughs> I shoot for Lass to put him out of his misery. <laughs> uh, and then for some reason, Odin uh, comes down and just slaps the shit out of Navarth. <laughs> Smites Navarth before his arm can let go. So now it's the uh, the ten goblins in front of Og. Um, they're also going to try and attempt to volley once more. Uh, in this instance, it's a no, that's 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 a yes. We got one. One, they got a 20. That's a yes. That's a yeah. Gonna get four plus one, five points of damage. Again, another arrow just hits Og, and it just, again, he's unfazed. It literally doesn't move him. It just. So that's that's their turn. Next up is Ugor been so long since i've been able to say anything okay i'm going to move uh, directly north towards the the closest goblin to me uh yeah so you're now within attack range you move up well obviously i've got my uh my shield out of course so i'm going to swing my battle axe with one arm uh and i roll for a 16 that's gonna hit so then i'm gonna roll for damage i do a nine ouchie wawa ladies and gentlemen we have a bloody goblin <laughs> me and that guy are blood brothers <laughs> All right, so that's your turn. Congratulations, you've ki- uh, nearly killed it. Um, number 24, which is at the back. All right, he's within shot. He's going to take a shot at you, Ugor, and I doubt he's going to hit unless he gets a nat 20. <laughs> that is a 19 plus one. Fuck you, cunt. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. As if he rolled as, that. As if you would also then roll a one plus one and give you two damage, like bare minimum amount of damage he could physically ta- you could physically take. Congratulations, you're now down to 14 health. You're not bloody. <laughs> Back up to the top of the round. Og now feeling empowered by what you've done is going to whip out both chains, lean them forward, and he's going to try and sweep and attack four goblins in front of him. He can add four to all his rolls. He's, well, right. if he needs listen, it. Listen, listen, it's only going to be one roll because it's a sweeping attack. So that is a seven plus four is 11. And I am going to roll that d4. Brings exactly 13. Oh, thank fuck. All right. Uh, it doesn't matter how much damage he's going to do, but I'm going to roll it anyways. That's a one. And that's a two. That's a three. I thought that's what he rolled. I was like, that's a shit roll. You sure he's not going <laughs> to die? <laughs> uh, no, he, he's, he's rolled uh, a 24. That'll probably do it. Yeah, that's... Uh, Maybe. Yeah, he rolled max damage. <laughs> Goodbye, each goblin, you're dead. Now, there's now six in front of him. He's just... After every attack is just sweeping killed, uh, please. He's killed so many in the time it's taken us to kill one. I mean, I keep hitting my shots, so speak for yourself. I've only missed one, Mr. Burrell. I keep hitting my shots. Sure. You still are fighting as I hit three at once, so... <laughs> Didn't destroy my arrow, though. Gotta get better with that. Uh, was he aiming for your arrow? No. Next time he can, if he wants. He can try. Og's gonna take a second attack, and he's going to uh, try and punch the two in front of him. A 17 and a foul. We're gonna kill one, probably. No, he's not. He's not gonna kill one. That one, though, is bloodied. Doesn't really matter what he's fighting at the moment because you guys have got your own problem. He has six left. He's killed 13. Remember that. And I befriended him. <laughs> <laughs> Next would be 20. 20 is dead, uh, followed by Navarth. It's now your turn. What I'm actually going to do is I'm going to get close and personal and draw my short swords. You're going to move up close and personal, 25 feet in front of you. Let's go. Roll me your first attack. I rolled a 14. That's going to hit. Roll me some damage. And I do four damage. Okay. And then attack number two. I rolled a nine, but I get another four, right? Roll d4. You you need that four. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Roll a four. I rolled a three. And Fuck, not I'm enough. So, close. Not enough. so close. That's your turn down the bath. It is now going to move on to 
lo and behold, the one in front of you, um, who's going to put away his bow and pull out his scimitar. So he's going to attack you with all his might. That's a six plus four. That's not going to hit. He's going to take a slash at you. It's going to just whiff past you. And he's going to look at you, put his tongue out and go, you smell. Does that hurt your feelings? Look, I may smell like a summer breeze, but you can't fucking hit shit. May I remind you, you were in a hole with mud and water. Don't care. Namath doesn't smell that bad, but he, he smells like dirty water. Either way, he can't hit shit, so he can talk as much as he wants. Next up is going to be Boral. Boral, what are you going to do about this? Hmm. Seeing as we've already in combat, the only way he can get out of this is by fighting out, so... But I'm really enjoying just, like, staying back here, eh? It's fantastic. Maybe you should have been not a fighter. Because all your, all your attacks are beneficial up close and personal. I'm just going to shoot again for the crossbow with the, uh, the goblin next to Gore. Yep, so you're going to move 20 feet to the right and take a shot at the goblin next to Gore. And it's going to be 16. That's going to hit. Roll me some damage. <sighs> Great big five. Slap that on top of him. Oh, mate, that's enough. That's just mean and unusual. Um... You know, for shits and geeks, describe how you kill him. Oh, well, seeing as he's turned to face Ugo, that thing goes straight through his temple. Lad, Jesus. Like skew it through his temple? That's it. He's done. It's clean and simple. That's the way I like it. Yikers. Dunzo drops to the ground. I feel like at this moment, Ugo in his head's like... Attaboy. Attaboy. Falas, it's now your turn. I'm going to step back behind Navarth. And I'm going to swig a uh, potion. Glug, glug. Do you drink all of the eight? Yeah, I'll probably just down the eight. Okay, so that brings you up to 13 points of health. Yeah, and uh, I'll also use my bonus action to uh, spend my sorcery points to regain a spell slot. <gasps> Bam. Look at him go. Look at him go. Using using some sorcery shit. He's using magic. Damn. Looky, looky. That's your turn done. Next up, goblin number 23, who just died. Come on down. <laughs> it's now going to be Goblin 22, who's going to take a shot at Ugal uh, with his bow once more. And that's going to be a 17 plus one. It's 18. Ugal has his shield, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> a damn 19 with his damn shield. Next up, following him, is going to be Goblin number 25 which is just behind him to the left, who's going to take three steps forward and with his scimitar is going to attack Navarth. And that is going to be a 14. That's enough. That's enough. All right. You take seven points of damage. He rolled a five. So five plus two, seven. That's rough. Brings you down to four HP. Rutro Raggy. Uh, you know what that means? You bloody bloody. <laughs> I'm bloody bloody. That's 25's turn. It's going to move on to goblins 1 through 19, who are currently remaining down as like the last six. They're going to try and keep shooting at this large, ever-brooding cyclops in front of them. That's a miss. That's a hit. 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 Oh my god, only one of them missed. This makes up for all their shit shots prior. That's a three, a four, a six, a four, and a three, which is 20 points of damage. That looked like it hurt. I wonder what would happen if he went down. <laughs> we might be in trouble. Yeah, you might. You, I think you would be at that point. As X Machina works, if the target that is like assisting you gets down or killed, uh, the enemies will then turn suit towards you. As a conglomerate? Yes. Like all together? Yes. Ooh. Don't bite off more than you can chew is what I'm alluding to. <laughs> so that's their turn. Um, that's that's hurt him a bit. He's not bloodied, though. Um, you see a volley of six arrows just hit into his chest. Do, 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 do. Next up is Ugor. I'm going to move to the northwest up near Navarre. I'm going to assist him. So I'm going to swing my battle axe at the, the non-bloodied uh, goblin in front of me. With my battle axe, I rolled a three. Fuck my life. That's not going to do it, but you have a d4. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Two. Anyways, Ugor's turn is done. Next up is Goblin number 24, who's at the bottom of the round, who's just going to, you know, continue existing. He's going to try and blow his horn. And waiting, and waiting. That's a 12. So once again, within 80 feet of him, everything hears. He blows, waits, no sound. He goes, shit, damn it, fuck. Back up to the top of the round, Og. Looking at trying to make a uh, clean spare here. He's going to try and sweep attack the six remaining goblins. 
please. That's a 14 plus a 4 is an 18. Mateys are gonna slap. That is 18 points of damage. Which is definitely gonna kill at least the bloodied one. Uh, but every single one of these guys now remaining is bloody. <laughs> so all of the other ones, he just slaps across, killing the one in the middle, but uh, everyone else just appears to just get, like, scraped across their chest. This chain's just rick ricketing across blood and skin coming off at the same time. So that's his first attack. Beginning as a second. He's then going to punch uh, the two to his immediate right, uh, and that's not going to hit... And that's not going to hit. No, he takes big swings and misses both times. He rolled a one and a two, which is not enough. Next up is Navarth. What are you going to do? I'm going to attack the bloodied one. Bloody? Yes, that. So I roll... Oh, get fucked, you cunt. That one. Oof. And 21 on the second. 21 on the second attack. All right, all right, all right. So 17 And four. I get a big old fucking eight. All right, please tell me how you kill that goblin. I kick him in the nuts. As he drops to the ground, I slice his head off. I'm going to say when you kick him in the nuts, he drops to the ground. You cut him his head off, but cleanly through the cheek, leaving just the bottom of his jaw. Okay. Oof, I'll, I'll take that. That sounds even more brutal. The blood spurts out a little. <laughs> Won't be blowing no fucking horns anymore. Bitch. I think you've had enough. No. Now you've had enough. Bitch. Bitch. Navarth, your turn is done. Congratulations, you've killed them. They were next up as well. So, you know, I know. That's why I decided that I had to attack them. I didn't have enough in me, even if I got two max hits to kill the one on the right. I'm so proud of you. you got to kill. <laughs> Mate, that's not my first kill. <laughs> I'll kill again. Whoa. Hopefully not with explosions. Yeah, hopefully not your party. You won't kill your party. <laughs> Morale is your turn. Alrighty. Let's have a squeeze, huh? I might take a, a couple steps to the side, 10 feet to the right, and then 10 feet forward. I'm going to pull another crossbow. I'm going to aim for the one in the middle of the two packs, the goblin standing by his lonesome. And it rolled from the 13 to the one, and that one. Yep, that's a 13 plus 3, which is 4, which is going to do uh, sweet fuck all. Um, I'm going to say you probably, like, you loaded the crossbow well enough for what you thought, and as you shot it, it's, like, gotten caught. Yeah, I kind of, I forgot to put the bolt on the front, so as it as it launched, it kind of just did, like, a UFO and landed about 10 foot in front of me. It's fine, these things happen, you know, you're only human, because you're the only human. Next up is Flas. I'm going to move to the northwest, uh, a little bit past Navarth. That goblin in the back, like the very far one that's been blowing the horn, mm -hmm. is he like facing a direction? He's facing the general direction of you guys. So he's facing us and he's not facing like the door or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, facing the door. All right. So if he's facing us, I'm going to attempt to cast a minor illusion on that square just behind him. And this was going to be the major plan to clump them, but I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to minor illusion a big titty goblin GF. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, As a distraction. Right. This, Hopefully. this is going to Go be on. a deception check for you, my friend. Yeah. 20, 20, 20, 20. No, no, not one. Oh. <laughs> it's an 8 bit still image of like a pixelated. A goblin with boobs. Eight bit. <laughs> it's just pixelated and it's crudely just crudely drawn cr on my Very crudely. At, like in paint, but like paint from like 2004. <laughs> you could tell that it's in MS paint. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a PNG. No, 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 no. Oh my god, are you attempting to draw this? <laughs> Navarth is attempting to draw what we just described as a stick figure and it's, um, it's glorious. Well, that's my turn. <laughs> So did he actually notice it at all? Uh, he probably would have noticed it and just gone, eh? Okay, then. So Falas, followed by Goblin 23, who's dead, followed by Goblin 22, who is right in front of Ugor, the one that Ugor took a big swing and a miss at. He, he's not liking that. He's going to slash at Ugor with his scimitar, which I think is a dumb decision, but hey, look, I don't control these characters. Well, what? <laughs> um, why? That was a 20 and it rolled to a 6. That's not going to hit. <laughs> He's going to take a big swing at Ugor. It's just going to, like, scrape across his shield. Puny. <laughs> you little child. Next up, we have Goblin number 25, who's going to return fire at Borel. And he's going to roll a 13 
plus one. Is that going to hit Borel? No, it's not. Thwip, straight past you, hits the wall behind you. Not enough. Next up is Goblins 1 through 19 again. They're going to attempt to try and... They're just going to try and run, which I think is dumb. But hey, look, when you've seen so many of your friends die, what do you do? Probably just rush. I would just rush and attack the legs and hope for the best. You, you've seen like 15 of your friends die? Yep, pretty much. I was going to say, most people would run. They're going to run. Um, he's going to get an attack of opportunity uh, on every single one of them because he had his chains ready. Please hit, please hit, please hit, please hit. No, he got a fucking two. Plus four. <laughs> it doesn't help, but never know. So they're going to retreat uh, for that entranceway that you can see in the distance. All good in that moment. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Next up, we have Ugor. Well, good night, you little cunt. I'm going to swing my fucking battle axe for a fucking one. <laughs> I end my turn. That's a, that's a <laughs> one, one and a plus a five. Goblin replies, puny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ugo, you're, you, that's you, mate. Uh, and then finally, number 24, who's just looked at a pair of pixelated tits, is just going to turn and just look at the elf who clearly cast the spell. He's going to try and shoot at you with a bow. Um, that's an 11 plus one. It's 12. It's not going to hit. Does not hit. Uh, that's his turn. He's going to stay right where he is. He's quite content. And then we're going to go back to Og. Og, no likes to see enemy run. He's going to catch up to the enemies right by the doorway. He's going to try and sweep again. You got this, Og. I don't think he's got this, guys. You don't got this, Og. He's rolled a seven plus four. Oh, then blast the bless. He needs a two. He got this. He's got this. He's got this. He needs some milk. He needs milk. He got a four. That's Hell hit, yeah. baby. Um, that's 11 points damage. Bye-bye. Uh, all all five of the remaining ones that are in front of him, he just sweeps and collects them up as he sweeps. They catch along on the chain and they collect up into this ball in which he licks at the wall, in which they then turn into paste. Lovely. And just blood and viscera hit the wall and just bits and giblets just glide down the Jesus wall. Jesus Christ. And in doing so, he just licks the chains, cracks his neck, turns around and looks at the one that's next to the pixelated boobies and he's going to rip the shackle off of one of his wrists with the chain he's just going to eat the chain at this enemy that's 17 that's going to hit him that's that's uh four points of damage plus probably his strength modifier so that's eight points of damage to the last one number 24 who's not looking bloody but he's definitely hurt this tiny little goblin, this tiny little like four foot high goblin just gets a 15 foot chain thrown at him, slaps him across the face and just lands next to him. Next up, Navarth. Can I scream out to Og to see if he can see any other enemies in the darkness up in the top? Conversations with trying to interact and get attention of another player in the middle of combat counts as an action. For clarification, he won't be able to respond to these next turn. Well, then I guess we're all waiting. I ask Og if he can see anyone in the... I want to know if there is any other enemies in general. That whole area. And I'm leaving the square there until you tell me the answer. <laughs> okay, so for clarification to the viewer, he's just drawn a massive square that takes up a large occupying space, which, you know, Og could probably see, but hey, we'll find out on Og's turn. Boral, it's now your turn. I think I might actually step up, you reckon? Now that everything's been done... I'm going to step up to the uh, the goblin that Ugo is chilling with, and I'm just going to, you know, swing twice at him. We'll start with the first one. Twice, wow. <sighs> Big swing on a one. You know you know what? That doesn't hit. You know what does hit? From a nat one to a nat 20. Ooh, baby. That's the uh, opposite end of the stick. So that's a Romy 2d6 plus one. That's full damage. That's full damage. That's something. It could be worse, okay? Okay. <laughs> Alright, so you slash him, and it uh, it hurts. It looks like it hurts. He's not bloody. He's definitely hurt. Slash your turn. Alright, I'm just going to go with the Ray of Frost on the one in the middle. So that's Goblin number 25. Yep. Bang. Rolling that 20. Oh, baby. Roll me a double damage on Frost damage. Uh, seven plus one, so it's max damage normally. That's eight. <laughs> It, it could be worse, could be worse. So, yep, he's definitely hurt. He's not bloody, he's definitely hurt. So that's uh, that's going to be your turn unless you want to move. Yeah, I'll move. I'll move down to be in line with um, my mate Navathi. Your mate. It seems like he doesn't damage himself, but only his enemies <laughs> and his allies. 
and if <laughs> so it might be good to be closer to him if i'm going to survive any damage that's going to be your turn next up we have goblin number 22 who's just taken a big old whopping four damage from Boral. he's going to take a slash at Boral. Boral, take no damage at all because he's rolled a five i can do that yeah take nothing at <laughs> just all just for you uh, he's not going to move because he knows he's surrounded it's uh, silly next up is goblin number 25 who had a chain whipped at him who's uh not happy about it he's looked at og and seen that the you know 19 other friends that he had just before are paced and pieces next to him he's gonna try and blow the horn again he's shitting himself now because of that he's gonna roll with disadvantage that's a 19 <laughs> but it's a wow. disadvantage that's a seven <laughs> pretty fucking pointless poor cunt Yikes, uh, that's that's no bueno. Um, he's just going to say, like, in that same motion, he's going to be like, please, please, I have a wife, I have a family. Uh, I, p- Please, I don't want to hurt you. I don't I don't want to be hurt, please. Should have thought about that before you decided to be born a goblin. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's some racist stereotyping. Anyways, so 25, that was his turn. Next up is going to be not the group, because they're all dead. It's going to be Ugor. It's such a long wait between turns <laughs> for me. Right here, let's, let's, let's try and finish this bastard off again. I'm going to swing the battle axe with one hand. Uh, I roll an 18. Slap that bitch. And do a solid 11 damage. Fuck. Holy dooly. All right. Um, for the essence of situations going forward, um, I sometimes you'll describe how the kill goes, sometimes you won't. In this situation, you bring your axe up above the head and you cut him cleanly down the front of his body, uh, not splitting him in half, but separating him almost like you would a hot dog bun. Um, and he falls backwards in opening his entrails and blood and guts just pouring out. Juicy. Motherfucker be dead. Nice. Be dead. God damn. So you have movement now, Ugor. Do you want to move? Yes. I'm going to head north and stand next to the new goblin. Yep, that's goblin 22. One of the two remaining. Out of 25, two what remaining. There's three. There's a perfectly one fine one right there still. Eight pixels <laughs> and everything. Oh my god, yeah, the eight pixelized fucking one with boobs. Yeah, so that's your turn. Goblin uh, number 25 is going to try and blow his horn. Uh, he's rolled an 11. It's not going to do enough. No, he's, he's not in a good way. That's his turn. All right, so it's back up to Og's turn. Og is going to, in one action, tell you, no, me no see others, but me must crush and kill. He's going to move up to goblin number 24. He's going to go for a grapple, which he's rolled a 19 for. Oh, God. And as a bonus action, he's going to yeet that goblin at the other goblin. <laughs> yeet. Yeet. Um, which he has only a, only going to roll to 19 again. You know, he's going to throw him, and um, with his damage modifier from his strength, that is going to be 12 points of damage. So he's going to throw him at his friend. Um, both of them are going to take 12 points of damage. They are both bloodied. Og's <laughs> taken both of his actions in terms of combat now because he's told you what's going on, and he's also thrown. Uh, they're both bloodied on the ground. Um, yeah, that's Og's turn. Next up, Navarth, you have two viewable goblins sitting on the ground, bloody. What are you going to do? All right, so I move three paces east and then three paces north, being in range of both. I then attack the one directly to my west, and I roll a 23. That's going to hit. Roll damage. And my, fuck me, damage is three. Doesn't matter, it's going to kill it. You just stab straight into it as it's down on the ground and just winces and, yep. Blood pours out of it. It's dead. I then use my second attack to attack the one that is just north of me and roll a 13, which, if I remember, DM, is just enough. Yeah, it's just enough. <laughs> and I roll a 7 or 5 if I don't get my bonus. Describe how you kill the final goblin. After I make the goblin witness me murder its brethren, I turn and look at it and make it cower in fear as I stab my short sword right in between its eyes. Because I have a thing for in between the eyes, I guess. <laughs> okay, alright, that's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, you have killed 25 goblins with Og's help. Yeah, the 25 you. goblins have been killed, congratulations. We spam great pass to Og. <laughs> great pass. Great pass. So that's the end of combat um, with these these enemies. We're out of turn order and out of initiative. Sorry, your pixel thing disappears. You take oh, pixel I just 
I just deleted myself. I'm sorry. Well done. <laughs> um, Og's going to say to you, well done. You did well, even for stupid elf. Thanks, Og. <laughs> well, uh, let's just say maybe next time you can do better at bowling instead of soccer. Did you not see Og kill many goblin? Oh, no, that's fine. But you you still failed. Og looks at you with his one eye. Like, you know the fry meme where he like he squints towards not suspiciously? Sure. He just does that with yeah. one eye towards you. I have no fear, even if you are nine times the height of me. <laughs> Og not that big. Og may not be that smart, at least good with number. Okay. Well, Og, this is fun, but I'm going to go loot this chest. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a chest right near a set of stairs cascading up. There is a doorway just to the right that is closed at the moment. It's like a rock face that is closed down. There appears to be a uh, large lever next to some lights just to the left of it. Um, and to just to the left of that where the stairs go cascading up into a dark hallway um, is a large chest, which Navartha's now run straight towards. Navartha, are you going to try and open that? I am. All right, Rom, make me a dexterity check. While he's doing that, can I start looting goblin bodies for any treasures or cash and shit? Um, yep, so searching around the bodies, you find a couple of odds and ends of, like, just bones, uh, like a couple of pieces of paper written in you know, goblinish, uh, and, like, bits and pieces, nothing really valuable. Uh, their scimitars are really, really rusted and worn. Uh, no gems on them at all, um, collectively. On one of them, though, you do find a piece of paper saying, I am waiting for the arrival of four individuals along a path of the road. I will need you to spring a trap on them. Use a music box that I have given you as a gift and you will be able to capture them. Do as I say. A bit bloodied, but you find that as a note. It doesn't say who it's from. It's just a letter, and it's written in common. Okay, I'll pocket that to hold on to show others later. So that has gone on. Um, now, you search around, you find none of them really had any gold on them either. They seemed quite poor, rugged and railed. Um, you find a couple wedding rings. You try to make us feel bad, do you? <laughs> you, you, found, you find exactly nine wedding rings. They're, they're all silver bands. They're, they're like cheap-looking silver bands. All right, what about the other boys, Boral, Ugo? Are you trying to search around as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go investigate this doorway sort of leads to... The doorway is currently closed. There's a large slab uh, closed against it, and there's a large lever to the left. I don't really want to pull that yet. <laughs> I'm quite curious of this giant, what looks to be rock formation next to me. So there's a large crystal, almost like obsidian-looking uh, crystallized stone right next to you that you've just done combat next to. Uh, and you can do an investigation check if you want to look further into it. 12. Yeah, you get the feeling that this just must have been some stone that they found and unearthed. Um, it's obsidian, so it's quite strong. Um, chipping away at it would be quite difficult. It seems like a natural formation that's appeared in this area. When they must have cleared out this cave, it must have just been here, and they probably just worked around it. Yeah, fair. Og at this point says, quick, we must, we must go. Through, through door. So Og wanders over to the door. But at that moment, Navarth has decided to open this chest. Uh, why the fuck am I rolling a one now? That's a nat one, baby. You've made a very low dexterity check. Mm -hmm. Would you also now please make me a dexterity saving throw? I roll a 15. At this point, you've opened up this chest. As you open the chest, three large spears come out of the chest in your direction. Now... Your first initial dexterity was to see whether or not you uh, dodged being hit altogether. Your second is to reduce how much damage you're actually taking. At this point, please take three points of damage. Mm -hmm. So as you lift it up and you take a step back, two spears come up and pierce through both your hands. Okay, now that the spears are out of the way, can I still look inside the chest? Or <laughs> Well, you've just taken some pain. Um, yeah, go ahead. Take a, take a perception check. Sure. No, I, you know, I'm going to investigate because... I don't need to perceive it. <laughs> that is a 23. No, 22, sorry. 22. 17 plus 5. He's got uh, high investigation. That's why I wanted to investigate. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's all good and fine. You see that the chest is literally empty and just contains three spears that have just loaded, spring-loaded to attack anyone that tries to open it. Tight. I would also then like to climb the staircase... As you're climbing the staircase, Og goes, no, through door. And he goes towards the door, tries to lift the handle. And as he does, he actually snaps the handle and breaks. And he's just like, shit. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't have touched it. Shh. 
He then lifts his hands underneath the doorway where the stone slab is, lifting it up with both of his hands above his head and sitting on the shoulder on, on his shoulders, giving a clear opening towards a path leading out of the cave. As he does this, you all start hearing a whirring sound, and it gets louder and louder. This sounds like an alarm. The alarm is coming from the hallway that to where the rail cart leads to, where the collective uh, alleged 80 goblins were. And also, you also hear the alarm coming from exactly out through the doorway that uh, August just opened. We need to find another way. Upstairs. All. All upstairs. I distract. Bruh. I refuse. Og drops the door, uh, slams back down to the ground, picks up Ugo, puts him on the stairs, and then, like, ushers the other two and pushes them towards the stairway. I'm going to tell him to use the red gems. Me do that. Me, me protect. And be careful when you break them off because otherwise they'll explode in your hands and we know how much you hate big, loud sounds. No time. You need leave. Uh, you then start hearing uh, a like large crowd of like, ah, just coming from like the entranceway of the, the rail cart area where they were all conglomerating. Navath, who's standing at the top of the stairs, can see in the distance uh, what looks like a large amount of enemies just running straight towards that entranceway. Can I make one shot? I know I'll lose an arrow, but that's fine. If you want to. I'm going to take one shot and roll a big old 25. 25, all right. So the enemies are approximately uh, 200 meters away. So that's a disadvantage. As I shoot, I tell um, Falas to light up my arrow, like in terms of illuminate it, because then as I fire it, I'll be able to see more of the cavern. Yeah. As, as you say this, Og says, it's no good idea. You need to leave. I say, shut up, Og. Okay. So disadvantage. So you roll again. And 24. So 24 and 25. So you shoot a lit arrowhead down the hallway into the distance, um, you just see it wimp straight into the, one of the bodies of uh, one of the elves, um, elves, goblins. Elves. And you can see him light up and just grab the arrow and just throw it to the ground. You just hear in the distance, yeah, get out, man. And you just, you see approximately what you can make out to be 80 to 100 goblins running at you and fast. Okay. I pass that, I pass that information on to Og before heading down the hallway. Thank you. Leave, please. At that moment, you all collectively run up the stairs. So as you leave the area, you walk through a dark hallway. There's no lighting at all. Those with dark vision can see that the room that you're in is just like a smooth, very smooth hallway. The stone is gray uh, and it encompasses you with two long uh, walls on either side. And you walk down the hallway for quite a bit. There's no light at all. You eventually come to a light clearing where you can see uh, grey stairs cascading down to a platform below with uh, a ledge. At this point, um, who is the most perceptive out of all you? Navarth, please make me a perception check. All right. 14. You perceive that the room is very, very dark. You can only make out a couple things. Number one, you make out two corpses lying down on the platform. Uh, You can't make out who or what they are. You can also make out at the back of the room uh, a large shadowed figure that is connected to some chains. Now, what you saw before with dealing with Og was a 22-foot-sized Cyclops. Mm-hmm. What you see in front of you is an approximate 40-foot-large uh, creature chained. They're shrouded in shadow. But are they crying? No, there's no, <laughs> there, there's no crying sounds, but you can hear just a... Just a, like a heavy breathe coming from that direction. Mm, you best believe I'm going to go investigate that. As you guys step forward and start making your way slowly down the stairs, Ugor, your divine mark on your arm starts to burn. Oh, fuck. You remember the last time that this <laughs> happened when you guys entered that cave with the corn altercation. Yeah. All of you start to feel yeah. the same uneasiness. Navath, you can notice that there are two corpses lying on the ground. One resembles an old human male and the other a young elven boy. They look cold and pale as if they have been dead and they have been dead for some time. You start to all feel very uneasy as if the darkness in the room is kind of getting closer and closer and encroaching on you. And you start to hear ha, 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 ha. 
in the shrouds and the shadows in the room kind of mix together and starts to feel wavy. Everything in front of you just seems to be in like a wave form. You can't really make out what's going on. You hear the sound. And then all of a sudden, the darkness just completely engulfs your vision. And even those with dark vision cannot see. After a moment, it all dissipates. And in front of you is a black pillar about six foot tall. That black pillar then has dark smoke come out of the bodies to the left of it. And the bodies eventually just turn into dark ash that just flows into the pillar. The pillar cracks, shattering with little pieces falling off of it. And in the center of the pillar, you see eyes, dark shrouded eyes with white pupils. And stepping forward out of the pillar is a shrouded figure about six foot in height. And he looks directly at you, puts his hands behind his back, and then says, well, she sent a few lovely individuals to me. I've been waiting, although this is not our first meeting. You see, I have been watching for some time, you four. Not that you've been completely aware of it for lack of trying. Not that you may have trusted the old man when you first met him when you arrived to Evergreen, but my old man speech is a little bit difficult. It's also convenient that you decided to happily accept the package to be delivered to the farm as well. I hope my little elven boy was convincing. The cave just so happened to be waiting there to tell you guys to back away, but you decided not to, and that's your own choice. You see, Sage doesn't tell you everything. She hasn't told you everything. At that same moment as he's speaking, every single person's letter that brought you to this place in the uh, in the first place, is starting to glow. So each in your pockets, you can see your letter glowing, trying to illuminate the area around you. Oh, she's put a warding spell on the letter. Troublesome woman she is. You see, you were brought here for one purpose, to try and stop the Dark Lord from returning. It's a shame that I've been around for longer than she is aware. Yes, I am the Dark One, the Dark Lord. I have not fully returned to a physical form just yet, but I can inhabit the bodies of others. That old man would never have met you that day. That young boy, not from that village at all. The difference being that now that you know who I am, what will you do with that information? Well, I have two options for you. Number one, I present you with an option to live. I can give you dark powers beyond your wildest dreams and you will never have to worry about being good or being justified. You can take what you wish. Hey, take the country, the world. At my discretion, you can do whatever you please. The other option is I, uh, I get you to meet young Duradin here. And he turns and gestures up with his hand and reveals a shroud. And you can see in front of you what appears to be a 40-foot minotaur with black horns chained breathing ever heavily, whose eyes are completely emboldened and red. You see, I have cursed young Duradin here. Cursed him with being able to do magical things. Change his size, for instance. He's only normally a six foot and a half minotaur, but with my power, he can grow to be much, much larger. The only trouble is he seems to resist me. Will you resist? I guess we'll find out. Two choices. What will you pick? You, elf at the front, you seem to have your wits about you. And no, I'm not talking to you, the one with the bow. <laughs> Alas, you have your mind set on something. Your father. It's a shame, really. Well, he's an interesting man. And I've met him before. I could give you so much information about him. You, merchant, Boral. Elias, your mayor. Do your friends really know who you are? Is everything being completely shown to them? Or are you just going to continue deceiving them? I can help with that. Ugor, you fail your father in being a great warrior. You become a paladin. It'll be interesting for you to know that the person you look up to the most, I also knew. Yes, Brighthammer. What an interesting character he was. And what a ever so evil man he was as well. It'll be interesting for you to know not all the stories were true. As a matter of fact, 
I gave him darkness, and he crushed the light with it. The legend remained that he was light and bright and brought heroic supreme goodness to the world, but no he did not. As a matter of fact, the last adventurers Sage decided to send along were defeated by Brighthammer. I grew bored of Brighthammer, so I destroyed him myself, but it does not matter. You are not the first adventurers to come seeking my destruction, nor will you be the last. So, what will it be? Oh, sorry, I have not forgotten you, Elf at the Front. Oh, don't worry, old man. See, us adventurers, we're better than that. And you can spit all the darkness bullshit you want and promise us the world, but we're stronger than that. And if it's a fight you want, it's a fight you'll get. I may be one health and struggling. I may have tried to kill my party with explosions and everything in between. But what you fail to understand, oh Mr. Dark One, we're better than that. I don't know about the rest of the guys, but I believe in Sage and the message. So I don't give a fuck what you have to say, but I will defeat you, either with this party or on my own. Mm, the arrogance of such an elf. Ah, I'm going to enjoy taking you apart piece by piece. So you now know, I'm going to release the shackles of uh, young Killsbane here, and he's going to destroy you. After that, I will gladly torture every little piece that's left Ah, oh, I long for it. He then floats up into the air as a shadowy shroud and uh, gestures towards the chains. The chains loosen and you see the Minotaur slam down to the ground, collecting himself. He then rips the chains from one wall and then again to the other, breathes heavily, looks directly at all of you, and his eyes filled with red blood hatred start to dissipate. His eyes actually start to stop being red. You can actually start to see his pupils a little bit. This is this is strange. This is, this is odd. What is happening? This is not meant to happen. You have been changed. You will do as I wish. And you hear Duradine. No, I will not. And he, with the swiftness of his right arm, slams his right fist at the Dark One, slamming him into the wall and cracking a hole straight through that it pierces right through outside the mountain. You can see in the distance light peering through. He then catches his breath, takes a step forward towards you all, and steam starts coming off of his body as he then shrinks down to a six foot five in size and then says, I'm sorry, I did not mean to startle you. I do not know what he has done. Please forgive me. I do not know who you are, but I thank you. Without you here, I may not have been able to escape. He then pulls the shackles off of his wrists. I am Duradim Killsbane. My friends call me Dura. You may call me such thing. What are your names? My name is Navarth Elmwood. I'm Thalassoneris. Baralumar. Ugor. I thank you for helping me. Almost like if you were to remember it, a ringing sensation of the message that is written on the letter comes into your head. Do not trust the one called Dura. I fear they may not be able to break their chains. Dura then says to you, We must escape. I know that they are keeping a friend of mine here. If we can rescue him, we might be able to get out alive. And have you seen him on the way through? He's a cyclops. Yeah, we kind of already saved him. And uh, he's currently holding back about 80 to 100 goblins so that we could be here. He brushes past all of you and... and Start sprinting off in the direction that you came from. So, each of you turn around and head back the way you came. As you do, you catch up with Dura at the entranceway, who looks down at the stairs below and sees a bloodied battlefield. In the minutes that you have been gone, approximately 80 to 100 goblins have come through. The front doorway, entranceway that was made of stone, has been cracked open with enough of a hole, and corpses litter the room. However, Og lays bare on the ground. You can see that he's barely breathing, but no other goblin stands. Dura sprints down to him. Og, I'm sorry. I tried. Dura, you safe. Me happy. You go home. Be safe. 
he looks at your direction, all four of you who are standing at the top of the stairs. Me try to save all. No more goblin. Please leave. And it's quivering in pain and blood. His eye bleeding and the rest of his body pierced. There's approximately about 80 sword stabs, hundreds of arrows in him. He's a pin cushion, essentially. Dura, they good. Even Navath. Jupiter has he me with loud noise. He, he good elf. You may trust. Get to safe. Please. And at that moment, he looks in the direction of where you are. Take I. Useful it could be to help Og I see magic and through all. I'll accept his eye and pass it to Falas. He then puts his hand into his eye socket, removing his eye, tearing it from the connection, hands it over and closes his eye and then says, Og, sorry. And with his last breath, his arm collapse hits the ground. Dura, holding back tears, turns to you and says, we need to escape through the entranceway. We can make it out. This is how they brought me in. It leads to a secret entrance to the side of the mountain. We can get back to Sledge and to my father. Quickly. How big is this fucking eye? <laughs> big. It's big. Uh, you have to put it in like a side pouch and like wrap it. It's um, it's, a, it's approximately the size of a bowling ball. Oh, I mean, I'm happy to keep it if you want me to have no, it. No, no, I'll, I'll carry it. It's just, yeah. I can add it to my sunflower thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hold it and use it. Find out more about it, but let's continue on. As you all uh, leave through the entranceway, you go through a dark cave uh, only to find a side of the mountain with a very thin path uh, leading back towards the road that you guys came from. It's dusk. You've been in there for pretty much an entire day. You all then venture forth, heading back along the path, pretty much in a light jog, trying to get back. Within minutes, you return to Sledge. Oh, and that's going to end today's episode. Ooh, who could have seen that coming? An episode where they met the Dark Lord. Ooh, who could have seen all their twists and turns, especially Dura and the young boy and the old man? Oh, who could have seen that coming? Definitely me, because I wrote it, of course. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, if you saw that coming, well done. Uh, I will have to get better at writing. In any case, thank you very much for listening. Uh, tune into the next episode as we find out exactly what happens when they return to Sledge. We'll see you then. Ha <laughs> ha!